say that one more time. Good evening. Michelle, we are here live on Man in the Mirror with Kai and Michelle. And I'm excited about tonight's show, um, as I'm excited about all our shows. I'm just excited because we are here in the midst of the pandemic. David said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall be on my lips. And I'm excited because this is what we're doing here at Man in the Mirror. This is something we haven't had for a while. It's our perpetual praise. It used to be perpetual praise Friday, but when we switch days for the show, it is now perpetual praise Saturday. And this is our 29th episode for the past several years of our perpetual praise program. Can you believe it? It is our perpetual praise program. Um, And perpetual praise means ongoing. So when someone says they're giving praise and they're giving honor, they're saying, I'm praising you in the midst of, I'm praising you regardless. So I'm just truly excited about this because we are giving honor to God in the midst of the storm. Again, David said, I will bless the Lord at all times. So here we are on a Saturday evening. Um, hoping folks come in. If they don't, I, I'm, we're still going to continue to praise him. I had a little technical difficulty getting on uh, my regular slash new way of getting on, so I had to, you know, get back on. And the, you know, the devil is busy with this internet sometimes, so I had to get back on my regular way, and that's okay, because you know what, the show, as they always say, the show must go on. And we have to keep that show going on. And let me just bring the show and see if Michelle is ready to say anything before we move forward. Michelle, are you there? Hey, Kai. Yes, I'm here. Okay. I was having some technical difficulties trying to get on the record the other way, but that's okay. We got to keep it moving. All right, all right. Okay, Dave, that is Psalms 34.1. David said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall be continually on my lips. And again, we are here and still in the midst of this pandemic. I'll say that again. We are here still in the midst of this pandemic, and we are just praising God. We just want to let God do his thing. We're going to say some scriptures, play some music, and just keep it moving. That way, you know, we can continue doing what God has given us to do with man and the mirror. Okay, with that said, um, I am going to open up in prayer. And um, if if you have any questions or comments or want to give your praise report, then just press the number one on um, your phone, and we will continue to show from there. We'll, if you're in the queue, we will put you in the queue, so that way you'll have a chance to um, interact with us today. The grace and Heavenly Father, we just bow down to you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you, Lord, for the sunshine, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for love, grace, and mercy, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for dying on the cross for our sins, Lord. We just praise you, Lord, for everything you've done. We praise you 
for everything that you're going to do and have done in our life, Lord. And, Lord, we just thank you because, you know, we know that you're here in the midst of everything that's going on with this pandemic, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you're here in the midst of it. People may not think that you're here, Lord, but you are here in the midst of everything that is going on. And, Lord, we just want to continue to thank you and give you praise and honor. And we thank you for everything. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So how are you doing with this pandemic, Michelle? How are you doing with with everything that's going on? Well, amen. I praise God just for being here. How about that? I can start there and then we can go. But just being here, I'm blessed. Amen. That's a good thing. Um, I want to read that scripture as soon as I find this. Psalm after Psalms comes to what? Proverbs, something like that. Um, Psalms 30, um, Proverbs 34, 1. Is it it, it Psalms? Let me see. Make sure it's on Psalms 34, 1. I want to get it mixed up. Let's see what it says. Psalms 34, 1. David said, I will extol the Lord at all times. His praise will always be on my lips. I will glory in the Lord. Let the, afflict, let the afflicted hear and rejoice. Glory, glorify the Lord with me. Let us extol his name together. I sought the Lord, and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. So as we know, we haven't had one of these in a long time this show, but this we are in the midst, and we've been talking about it, and we are in the midst of something that's basically horrific, and the first time that in our lifetime that we is not something that's new because we've had pandemics and things going on, and you know in our in our society and world history, but this one one has everyone stumped, and I like that verse because many times we get caught up. People, we get caught up and don't and don't know really what's going on or what to do. And David said, right there, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall be continually on my mouth. He said, and that was the, like the King James Version, but this is the NIV. Um, I will extol the Lord ex- at all times. His praise will always be on my lips. And I have what you call the um, the Life Study Bible, the Life Application Study Bible. And what this Bible does, it has notes. And in the notes for the theme of Psalms 34, it says, God pays attention to those who call on him, whether God offers escape from trouble or help in times of trouble. We can be certain that he always hears and acts on behalf of those who love him. And I'll read that again because many times we say, yeah, we're in this situation right now. We are in a dire need for finance, food for all those who have children in their house. Um, We're, you know, financial, you know, we still got to pay our bills. But thing for this psalm says, God pays attention to those who call on him. So God knows what we're going through. God sees what we're going through. He didn't create this. He allowed it to happen. I want people to realize that. 
God doesn't do anything to harm us. What he will do is he'll allow things to happen. That's what you call the permissive will of God. He'll, you know, even when Satan was, you know, when God asked Satan, well, where have you been? He says, I've been going to and fro, you know, back and forth, up and down. And God said, have you considered my servant um, Job? And um, Satan said, well, why should I? Because you got a hedge around him, and, you know, you ain't going to let me do nothing to him. It's a paraphrase. So God said, well, I will let you do whatever you want, but do not take his life. That was permission. But you can do anything you want to do, but you can't kill him. So that's just an idea of, you know, what is going, you know, what God will allow. God will allow, I'll allow this, but you can't take his life. He's allowing coronavirus. He's allowing things to happen. He's allowing things to come in. But he's still paying attention to us. He knows what we're doing. And um and Bibles and uh, you know, churches and it's it's a call for the church as well. It's a call to see what is the church gonna do, you know, when we can't get into the four walls, when we can't go in and praise the Lord. Where people say, Well, I, I church is so far I just can't get there well um, I don't have any gas or I'm just having all kind of issues trying to get to where I need to be well we don't have those kind of issues right now we don't you know because guess what everybody has gone to Google Hangouts everybody has gone to Zoom everybody has gone to some their churches are doing church on um, Facebook Live. So any type of social media, it is being, what's the word, Michelle, they they are being tried right now. The internet and all over the world is being tried right now. You know, it it may be exhausted to, to its fullest extent to where, you know, people, you know, sometimes you get a lag in your internet or whatever because everybody is using it. People are using it for work. People are using it um, to communicate. People are using it to teach. Universities are using all the universities all over the world are using it to teach. So when when it's when it's the one thing that we never thought that we would need to really communicate with, now we are using it to its full potential. And again, God is still paying attention. God knows what we're going through. Psalm 34, 1 says, I will extol the Lord at all times. Now, if I look up the word extol, and which I'm doing right now, praise enthusiastically. He extolled the virtues of the Russian peoples. Okay, so to praise enthusiastically. So I will praise him with enthusiasm at all times. That's, you know, an, an, an enthusiastical praise. That's a, another thing, an enthusiastical praise, if I get that word out, an enthusiastical praise. He said, I will praise him and with so much enthusiasm that people will think I'm crazy. In the midst of coronavirus, you know, anti-corona, you know, 
COVID-19, whatever you whatever whatever you want to call it, I will praise him with enthusiasm. Now, people look at you like you're crazy if you say, I want to praise God with enthusiasm. Because guess what? Many of us, all I can seek foot in my house, we haven't gone without food, water, bread, gas in the car, bills paid. Life is still going on. But we're staying in the house. We're staying safe. We're keeping, you know, we're, we're praying, you know. We're, we're, we're going to church online, you know, because people make excuses why I can't get to church. Well, there's no excuses right now. Any comments, Michelle? Sorry, I was still on mute. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, I wanted to say, can you just make it so? Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to say, Tom, and I, I we talked about this before in a prior uh, episode, but this time is one of the greatest times that I have seen for people to be falling towards God and and really recognizing his his strength and, and power during this time. And so, you know, this is and you know, not a not a lot of us have ever seen anything like this. But like you were discussing uh in the opening, this is actually not the first time something like this has, has happened. But a lot of us are not familiar with this, and you know, so it's a, a thing happening, and people are, I guess, acknowledging it or or reacting to it in several several ways. And and one of the ones I have seen is leaning towards Christ, and so that is is um, something good in the midst of this. Although, you know, we, I think we all wish that it could just go away. <laughs> but, you know, here we are, here we stand, and uh, it's just we have to remember not so much going on, what is happening, but how we're reacting to it. We have to look at that more so than just what is happening. How are we reacting? What What is this bringing out in us? What uh, characteristics, what fruit of the, those characteristics of the fruit of the Spirit, which ones are we seeing, you know, come out in the midst of this? And so I think that's something important that, that we need to really pay attention to, not so much dwell on the events that are happening themselves, but on our relationship with God and what is it bringing out in us. That is so true. And I like the way you said that. Instead of being reactionary, because we have reactionary people, when stuff is going on, we don't do nothing. <laughs> when, you know, when everything, but when stuff like this, it's not, is what is going to be your reaction to it when it happens? It's really stressing people out, a lot of people around the world right now. And um, you and I have talked about this. All they want us to do is social distance, wear a mask until they 
the Lord allows them, and I'll say the Lord will allow it in his time for a vaccine to come. Because many times man wants to take the credit for everything. This is something he can't take the credit for because he can't control it. We live in a society that man wants to think that I can control it, I can fix it, I can do this, I can do that. Well, right now we're in a situation where you can't, I can't, they can't, she can't, he can't. We can't fix this with a microwave mentality that we have in our society. We can't. It takes people to be praying. We've taken God out of our schools. Now we can't even get to the schools. Sorry, I just got to be honest. We've taken God out of the schools. Um, we don't. We've taken God off our money. Now we're running out of coins. You know, people, you know, the stores. If you go out, you know, not many people go out. I'm the only one around here that really goes out. But you know, signs. Can you? Get, and we have a coin shortage. Can you get us some coins? Because the circulation of money is not as, uh, how shall I say it? It's not like it used to be because everything is closed down, basically. Things are starting to open up. You know, if I'm correct, they, you know, when your restaurants are open, they're the ones that get the change and stuff, you know, from the tips and stuff from people. And then, you know, they bring the money in to the banks and the banks do what they got to do. But if everything is closed down, he has basically closed everything down to a halt. Um, and that's when we said that show be still and know when he wants us to be still, he'll show, he'll, 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 he'll make it happen. We may not want it to happen, but he'll make it happen. God has a habit of doing that. Oh, y'all don't want to get it together. All right. All right. I'm allowed this to happen. And nobody can, the president can't fix it. The governor can't fix it. They can give us some ideas of what they want to do until there's a remedy but we are in a situation where we have to rely on G, capital G-O-D, not little G-O-D, but capital G-O-D. If you don't believe in G-O-D right now, then he will make, sooner or later, you will believe. Sooner or later. Um, and if you can look that scripture up for me, um, Michelle, every he said, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess. Every is a whole lot. Every is a whole lot. When it says, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess, sooner or later, later or sooner, you're going to have to. You may not believe, because I work with somebody that says he don't believe in God. I work with somebody before that says he didn't believe in God. So, you know, he don't know. God gave him that job he got, making all that money. God wakes him up in the morning. God did all this stuff for him. But when I hear somebody say, well, you know I'm an atheist. I don't believe in God. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. But God is the one who gave you everything that you had. God is the one that woke you up this morning. God is the one that keeps you safe while you drive in your car in the midst of the pandemic. In the mental, we've had, this is like, this is, as my pastor would say, this is one of those plagues. This is the time you need to take the oil and rub the doorposts of your house down, you know, the front and back, and if you can get on the roof, that too. This is the time to make sure that you're keeping your house safe and purified. 
Because God is saying, God is trying, you ever do something to get your child's attention? And we've all done that. We've all done something that said, I, I, you know, you know your child is not paying attention and you're being real, 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 real patient with your child. But you have to do something to get your child's attention. And you work, you just do something just to, so that child knows that I need your attention. Now, did you find that scripture in the show? Yeah, that is in Philippians chapter 2, um, verse um, Philippians. You can really get started. You can start at uh, what, 9, I guess, for context. But it says, you want me to read it or you were trying to read it? Oh, you can read it. Okay. So <laughs> it says, uh, sorry, in nine, it says, Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Now, that's a every. Every encompasses a lot. Every. That means all. So, you know... I don't know for those atheists to say, well, I don't believe in God. You're going to be part of that every. I'm sorry. You know, when it says every, every, you're going to be part of every. Proceeding and singular used to refer to all the individual members of a set without exception. All the individual members on, and now he's saying every need. There won't be an exception. There won't be any exception. When we say that every knee shall bow, the atheist will have to do it, the Jehovah Witness will have to do it, all those, every encompasses everything without exception. Some people, they, I don't believe, well, you okay, okay, that's good. But if we read what the word says, the word says every knee shall bow. That gave him the name mm. and above, I, um, like she said. Therefore, God, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that above every name, okay. that at the name yeah. of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and in earth, under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God forever. I'm sorry, you wanted to, you were going to say something. No, I was going to say, uh, I also like how it's mentioned in uh, Romans um, 14, uh, before it talks about that, uh, it says, starting at, starting at maybe seven, like how it goes into it here, uh, and you know how sometimes in the Bible it'll say, uh, it is written. So it's referring to when it was right. mentioned before. So I like I like things like that because that means whatever they're talking about, it was important enough to mention it again. <laughs> it's like right, okay, that I is need correct. To that is correct. This. Yeah. So um, like starting at verse seven, it says, "For none of us lives to himself alone, and none of us dies to himself alone. If we live, we live to the Lord." And if we die, we die to the Lord. So whether we live or die, we belong to the Lord. 
For this reason, Christ died and returned to life, that he might be the Lord of both the dead and the living. Why, then, do you judge your brother? Or why do you belittle your brother? For we will all stand before God's judgment seat. It is written, as surely as I live, says the Lord, every knee will bow before me, every tongue will confess to God. So then each of us will give an account of himself to God. And I think that goes along with the thought that you were just talking about. Each of us will give an account. Not not just the Jehovah Witness, not the atheists, each of us. Now, since, you know, each, each, that's a word, each of us will have an account. When people think about it, if we look at the word each, used to refer to everyone or two or more people of things regarded and identified separately, each of us. Uh, definition of each in Latin. Everything has a Latin. Each, every, everyone, everything, each. So basically, each of us, we, we, we won't be able to get away from it. We will not be able to get away from it. Oh, I don't believe in the word. I don't believe in the Lord. Well, the Bible says every tongue shall bow, every. And then in Romans says, so then each of us will give an account to ourselves, to God. Every each, you know, I don't care what you look like, what it says, guess what? You will have to give an account. You may be the richest man. Your money won't be able to say, you know, rich people don't think they have to give an account. Money can't help you. I don't care how much money you have. It will not be able to help you. You know, many times we think, you know, our money can help us and whatever, whatever we're going through. But it won't. It won't because, you know, we are in a time where God is trying to get our attention. We are in time psychologically people are going through husbands, wives, wives, husbands, Children, because we're all together and we're 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 trying to cohabitate together in ways we've never had to cohabitate before. We're in a time where you know we're working, we're wearing masks. I mean, we're going through. We're going through a time, you know. And I'll talk about this at the second half of the show. But God is trying to tell us something. He's a, he's really trying to tell us something. He is really trying to tell us something. The question is. Are we sitting still and able to listen? Are we able to listen? He gives us always, you know, people may say sometimes that I don't pay attention to what's going on. I pay attention and then I meditate in my mind and then I look for those hints that God is trying to give me. Because there's hints that, you know, people, if somebody's trying to say something, okay, that's a hint. You may not like it. You may, you know, how should I say it? You may, you know, just toss it aside. Don't even give it a thought. But when God is trying to tell you something, sometimes we need to listen. We don't listen. You know, we talk over God. Sometimes we need to just listen and meditate. Say, God, what are you trying to tell me? You know, what are you trying to tell me? 
Yes, and sometimes for some instances of what's going on, your spouse doesn't have all the answers. Mama don't have all the answers. Dad don't have any answers. And we go to God and say, God, what is going on? But I'm enjoying tonight's discussion because God is revealing some stuff to me for um, other episodes. Um, but it is uh, we are near our halfway point, and I got a good song that is um, about to play. Um, it's a good, it's a great song. Um, but um, a word from one of our sponsors before we actually transfer to that. Music Instructional Learners, Inc., where music knows no age. If you are interested in music instruction, such as piano lessons or instrumental lessons or vocal, please contact us at 833-643-2563. That's 833-643-2563 to set up an appointment to talk to our instructors. And please visit us on our website at www.methylinc.org. Org. And I'm excited. I'm truly excited about this tonight's conversation. But just let's, let's all remember, whatever we're going through, that God is in the midst and God is here.
there's a thing called white noise. There's always going to be something that's going to filter in that where we can't actually hear. Or there's white noise in photography. There's white noise when, you know, it's, it's something that's filtering, filtering that we don't want it to be there, but it's filtering you know, what we need. It's filtering what we need to hear. It's filtering what we need to see from the Lord. And we we right now are going through, but we're not going alone. We're not going through it by ourselves because as the song says, it says God is here in the midst. Let's go back. Um, any questions or comments, Michelle? No, I don't have any questions, or, or uh, I guess I have a comment, which is, which is what that I agree. <laughs> uh, oh. I just think we we need to remember that. That's like the only thing. When you were talking, I just kept hearing echoing um, in my mind just the fact that he is here. He is. He hasn't left us, he hasn't forsaken us, and there's so much going on that we might, you know, someone might think that he has. They may look around and look at the crime, they may look at the the horribleness of going on right now, they may look at, you know, just all the situations that are happening in society as a whole and think for whatever reason that God is not here. But we need to keep that in the forefront of our mind that he has never left us nor has he forsaken us. He is here and he will be with us till the end. And so and that and when I'm saying the end I mean our physical end on this earth and then at that time we'll still be with him. And so we need to remember that 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 is important for us to remember while we're going through what we're going through, time or some something that's happening later. We need to keep that in mind that He's walking with us through whatever storm we're in. Amen. Amen. You're right that He is here. He is in the midst, and we have to. This is perpetual praise Saturday. I may just call it. Enthusiastical praise Saturday because we got to praise him, you know, with that enthusiasm that, like, you know what, God, look, I, before you even said what you just said, I said, as I was listening and as, as we're talking, do you believe that Daniel was praying and praising God in a lion's den? We've all seen this so far in the movies of how big lions are. Could you imagine being in a den of lions? They just threw you down there and said, chow. They just said, yeah, we're going to get rid of you. Since you, you know, we're just going to get rid of you. There shouldn't have been nothing left of them, anything. But God closed the lions because Daniel was... You know, Daniel said, I'm going I'm not going to do these things what the king want me to do. I'm going to still do what I need to do. And they threw him in the lion's den. You believe that? Now can you praise God when you're in the midst of that? 
can we difficult. Can we praise God <laughs> in the midst of it? Turn down a lion's fangs and claws in an enclosed space. And taking your taking your eyes, I would suggest praise God and keep your eyes on the lion. (laughs) (laughs) What do you say? Go in the corner, don't turn your back. Look, keep your eyes cross eye looking at him like Here's a summary. Daniel is raised to high Daniel is raised to high offices by his royal master Darius the Mede. Daniel's jealous jealous rivals trick Darius into issuing a decree that for thirty days no prayer should be addressed to any god or man but Darius himself. This is today. Everybody's trying to be a god, you know. Anyone who breaks his law to be thrown in the lion's den. And Daniel, like, I ain't praying to you, dude. I don't know you like that. I want to pray to the God, my God. And so guess what? He got thrown into a lion's den. He said his rivals catch him and bring him to the king who is dismayed that his favorite is in trouble. But the king can't undo his own law. And has Daniel sent into the lion's den and finds Daniel. And then when he wakes up, he rushes down because he was restless. God caused that man to be restless. You know, he couldn't even sleep. He couldn't even wait till morning. He woke up and finds Daniel fit as a fiddle. Daniel says that God sent an angel to shut the lion's mouths. God sent an angel to set the lion's mouth. Now, I felt sorry for the dudes that, you know, tricked the, tricked the king. Because once the king makes a decree, he cannot go back on it. He cannot say, oh, I changed my mind. Because back in those days, once that decree was made, that was it. But the king had those jealous people thrown into the lion's den. Because we have to make choices today. The Bible says, choose you this day whom you will serve. Daniel chose to serve the God of God, the capital G-O-D, not the little G-O-D, the capital G-O-D. You know, David chose to do this. You know, he said, hey. And it's kind of funny because as I read this, it says, um, into issuing a decree that for 30 days no prayer should be addressed to any little G-O-D or man but Darius himself. Now, when you go down, it says, uh, Daniel says that the that God, the big G-O-D, sent an angel to shut the lion's mouth. So, you know, if God can do that, we are basically surrounded by lions with this uh, pandemic with this coronavirus with everything that is going on right now but we still have to have that enthusiastical praise extol enthusiastical praise as we wake up in the morning as we're driving we can't let road rage because many of us get road rage sometimes in the show you know when people just doing crazy stuff you know even when we are out there we cannot you know, and that goes for um, present company included. We cannot, we have to remember 
that God is here. God knows what's going on. He's just waiting for us. You know, he in chill mode right now. He like, okay, sooner or later, later or sooner, they'll get it. I'm here regardless of what, what's going on. I got this. I got this. You know, sooner or later, they will figure out that I am in charge. I got this. I'm taking care of you. I'm taking care of your family. I'm taking care of your children. Yes, we are losing loved ones. That's an unfortunate thing. But God had them too. Because if God sees fit for them to come to the other side, that's out of our hands. Because, again, many times we try to play, you know, God and say, I'm trying to save this person. We can't. Regardless of what we do in the show, if it's that person's time to go, there's nothing we can do about it. All we can do is say, hey, pray, pray for the families, pray for that person as they're doing their transformation to the other side. Because we got to know that regardless of what goes on, God is in the midst of it. God took care of the Israelites, even though they were just a stub, uh, they were a stubborn people. You know, they didn't want to pay attention. They didn't want to do anything they were supposed to do. They were a stubborn people, but God still loved them. And as my pastor always say, God is married to the backslider. You know, when we go through, God still loves us. Our kids may get on our nerves. They may have us pulling our hair out with some of us with hair, but they may have us pulling our hair out, but they're still our children. We still love them. And that's how God is. The story of the prodigal son. The story of the prodigal son was a you know, great example. Um, when a prodigal son left and came back, the father still loved him, and he had that enthusiastical praise that, hey, I want my son. Let's have a party. He was praising. He put on a praise that no one else, a praise party. His brother, you know, his, his brother was upset, but the father took care of that. Uh, we got ten minutes left in the show. You have any, you know, any more, com- any more comments, or you know, what's going on with you as you're dealing with this COVID nineteen? Well, I'm certainly learning, and this is something I mentioned. I can't remember where I was talking about this. It might have actually been in a prayer, uh, but I was talking about the beauty of holiness. And there's a, you know, there's a psalm that talks about the beauty of holiness. But when we're in this time, where we are right now, I've been doing a lot of uh, speaking about meditating and, of course, praying, but meditating. And then today we're talking about praising and so doing praise and worship. With God, and I think that is how I've been dealing with everything that's going on. Definitely had people that I know, people I've met, and and were wonderful people. People I know um, have passed away from COVID. People who were very close to me have passed away for reasons outside of COVID during this time period. Is this a very um, mournful time? And so I have been doing a lot of reflecting, praying, meditating, and 
thank God for telework because that that shortens or totally gets rid of your commute time and having to worry about going to lunch and whatever, all these things. You just have much more time to yourself. Uh, For some people, that is a problem right now. (laughs) They can't deal with time to themselves. But uh, I just challenge everyone to increase your prayer life right now. Increase your meditating on God. Increase your praise and your worship. And that can be done in all sorts of ways. I, I think a lot of times us as people, as humans, we get caught up on how everything should be argued about, how it should be done, that we never get to actually doing it. So I say forget about how it's yeah. done, however, this parent. Lead it. Hey, however the spirit leads you, do that. If if that means, you know, some people walking, they got to walk outside and commune with nature to meditate. Well, then go on. Go on, wear your mask. <laughs> Let you alone. Um, but, you know, go do whatever the spirit is leading you to do to just meditate on God and just think on his goodness and his mercy and his grace and his love and, and his awesomeness and his power. So many things you can concentrate on uh, when you're meditating and when you're worshiping him. And, you know, bring out that good praise music. I love a good praise and worship song. And, and you know, they, they're completely different. Praise gets you excited about God, and you may end up jumping, running, shouting, and uh, whatever else, but it just makes you excited about what God is doing or has done or what, how he's helped you and blessed you and kept you. And then to me, worship is more of a uh, adoring of God, and so I love both. So I like to take my time and, and get excited about what God's done, but I also love to just adore God and all his awesomeness and just meditate and think about that and worship him that way as well. So I challenge our listeners to do the same and be blessed. Okay. Amen. Okay, amen, amen. And I love a good praise song, too, because I, I was brought up in the church um, with, you know, in the, you know, in the Mennonite church, and we did a lot of praise. You talked about praise. We, we talked about the realness of God's word and why we praise. And I had an old pastor who used those old, old hymns. And it's kind of funny when you're young and dumb, you thinking, why we got to sing these old gospel songs? You know, you rather just sing Kirk Franklin and all the modern songs. But, you know, when you get five, uh, four decades later or three decades later, you're like, oh, okay. When you live life, and he used to say, Reverend Menace used to say, when you live long enough, you'll understand. Like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? But then as we're going, as we get older, as we start living a life, standing what's going on, 
Then we say, oh, okay, that's what they were talking about. They were real. They were talking some real stuff. They were talking some real stuff because, you know, hymns, you know, because he lives, um, you know, is a beautiful hymn, is a beautiful song. All the hymns, the blood will never lose its power. You know, all those hymns, we need to be singing those right now because we all need to be covered in the blood, and we all know that because he lives, I will see tomorrow. You know, we know that he lives. He died and rose. So Satan thought it was done, done and done, one and done. Yeah, he gone now. So I got this. But three days later, Christ arose, and he said, oh, no, you don't. I got this. And God is trying to tell us on a daily basis, I got you. I love you. I died for you. Why do you think I love why do you think I died for you? I got you. So regardless of what goes on, I don't care what the bill collector says, I got this. I don't care what your boss say, I got this. I don't I don't care what the government is doing because, you know, I got them too. I got them. They're in the, everybody's in the palm of my hand. What to say we got the whole world in his hand. You know, that's what he's saying. We're coming down to the last few minutes of this, and I really enjoy what the Lord has prepared in me because sometimes we think, you know, you write stuff down like, okay, that's not what I wrote down. But whatever the Lord brings to you when you're doing something, you have to say, thus says the Lord. Because we we know, as to sum it up, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And as um, that was in Philippians 2, 9, and as, and as um, also as um, Michelle brought and she came over Romans 10, 10, 7, uh, 7 to 12. And 12 says, so then each of us will give an account of ourselves to God. It ain't going to say, well, my mother going to give account for me. My my daughter going to give account for me. My oh God, my brother got my brother got me. He going to tell you about it. You on your own. Each of us will give an account. It said it don't say it don't say that when like I spoke before the even the atheist the one that says I don't believe. Okay, you still got to give an account. You may not believe, but you still will give an account. And if someone ever told you about Christ, someone ever planted that seed, you cannot say, because everyone has word with modern technology, with TV, with telephones, with text, with everything going on in the world today, everyone has heard about Christ, some form or fashion. So for you to deny, for you to say there isn't, for you to tell me, well, I don't believe, you believe in something. You believe in something. But again, I was excited about tonight's show. I'd like to thank all those who are listening, who will be listening. Um, as we are, you know, listen to Man and Mary this evening, as we had our perpetual praise Saturday, and this was number 29 with many more to come. Um, and I may just change it in enthusiastical praise Saturday or just enthusiastical praise. Because we have to have that praise that's just out of this world to say we're thanking God for everything that he has done, even in the midst of our this corona 
uh, virus thing, this COVID-19, even in the midst of this, we know that God is continually to take care of us. And I just thank, thank you. I thank all of those who have been listening again. And you know what? I want you guys to stay safe, continue praying, continue going to church online, continue taking care of your household, um, and just continue to keep uh, Michelle and I in prayer. This is Kai and Michelle. And as always, we'll see you at the mirror.